and welcome to Walton Biz Talk. I'm Jesse Schneeblen, Tutor Coordinator for the Business Communication Lab. I'm here today with Dr. Rogelio Garcia Contreras, Director of Social Innovation, and Deb Williams, Director of Student Programs, both with the Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation. They're here to talk with us today about what it means to be entrepreneurial and to fill us in on the meaning of social innovation. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Um, yeah, and so I'm basically going to start with this very basic question that professionals get asked a lot. Um, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and, if you don't mind, also your relationship to the Walton College? Sure, I'll start. Um, my, my name is Deb Williams. I'm, as Jesse mentioned, I'm the Director of Student Programs for the Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation. I have been at the university for about 12 years and with the Walton College for almost 10 uh, I started as an advisor when I first got here in the undergraduate programs office and then spent the last nine years uh, overseeing academic and student support initiatives in the Graduate School of Business. Uh, last fall, I was hired into this role and really have spent the bulk of my career and time here um, working with student support initiatives and developing new student programming for, for graduate and undergraduate students. Awesome. Thank you. And what about you? My name is Rogelio Garcia Contreras. I am the Director of Social Innovation at the Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation here at the Walton College. Um, I uh, have been working in uh, many places around the world as faculty and consultant uh, for uh, national governments and also at different institutions of higher education. Um, I am currently uh, an advisor to a steering committee uh, for uh, Sustainable Development and the Sustainability of Peace in uh, UNESCO. I have also collaborated with Universidad Autónoma de Madrid in the development of a uh, social enterprise curriculum for um, uh, refugee camps administrated by the United Nations uh, High Commissioner for Refugees. And I have been an advisor to the Pontifical Council for Justice and Peace. Awesome. Um, one of the things I want to ask about, because I, I know you both sort of work in this area, uh, for incoming Walton freshmen and those who may not know, um, can you tell us what exactly do you mean by social innovation? Well, um, it's, uh, it's a difficult term to define, and it's uh, such a such a, a new term uh, in, in academia that everybody has their own definition. I, I personally like uh, the one that a few years ago the Social Innovation Center at, uh, at uh, Stanford, uh, um, a graduate school of business uh, uh, they came up with. And um, they basically refer to social innovation as the process of developing and deploying effective solutions to challenging social and environmental issues uh, in support of making an improvement, an improvement uh, generating progress and avoid the causes or, uh, that are at the root of this problem. Uh, some of these problems are systematic, so are very difficult to, to solve. But in general terms, this is uh, what, um, in the world of academia, you can understand by social innovation. So can you tell us about your relationship to social innovation? One of the things I'm really curious about, um, since for me this is a new term, uh, not, not a new term, but maybe the way it's defined here in the Walton College is fairly new to me. So I'm really interested in how both of you came to this, you know, where, how did you get here? 
So, so I'll start. My, my experience is probably very similar to yours. When I started working with the Office of Entrepreneurship last fall, my exposure to the concept of social entrepreneurship was limited. And I've learned a ton from Rogelio, who truly is an expert in this field. And so it has been really, my experience, again, goes back to um, overseeing student programs and developing new initiatives and and administering you know you know orientations and and advising and all of that and so um, I feel like I bring a different skill set to the table but I feel like our skill sets are complementary in that he is this content expert with vision and and is amazing and you know I bring a little bit of um, historical knowledge and and programming and planning to the table so we it really works well together. Well, uh, Jesse, as you put it, I, yes, I am the, the, the director of social innovation, but uh, I like to think that I am more of uh, an activist at heart. <laughs> uh, I have done a lot of work in partnership with very small uh, local-based organizations around the world, promoting the development of small business operations uh, with the idea of, uh, in very marginalized uh, uh, communities, with the idea of uh, generating the social and economic change uh, that can contribute to breaking the cycle of poverty and generate some sort of upward social mobility for the second generation. So I believe in equality of opportunity. I believe in access to education and access to basic health. And I believe that if you provide these minimum rights, because education and health should be rights and not privileges, these minimum rights to every human being, then we will uh, be uh, uh, leveling the plane a little bit for everyone to develop their full potential. Mm -hmm. And that's what I believe in essence. Uh, that's what brought me here, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm an academic uh, by, by decision, you know, in my, my professional career has mainly um, become uh, uh, this uh, for me, you know, the, the, the reality of the classroom is mm -hmm. something that excites me. But I think uh, this, this activist in me wants me to relate my academic life to this kind of uh, uh, concepts and experiences. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's interesting because uh, I'm from the humanities. <laughs> and so um, where we dabble in a lot of theory. And for me, sometimes there was a disconnect between the theory and the practice. And something that I've noticed about the Walton College and my very brief experience with your <laughs> office is that uh, that channel, that connection between theory and practice. Like that's one of the things that really interested me about it. Um, is that there's action, yeah, right? which I think is really interesting. And it just from the Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation as a whole, I think just one of the components, regardless of it being social entrepreneurship or mm -hmm. our traditional path for, for entrepreneurship training, is that practical, applicable, experiential mm -hmm. learning that students really look for and need to have. And so I think what we're bringing to the table is a, is – it's not that that doesn't happen in higher education. It yeah, does. It's just a different way of, of approaching it. A way of thinking about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just to continue on this thread, you know, one of the things that uh, was mentioned in your faculty bio, Rogelio, because um, I Googled y'all, uh, <laughs> um, is this idea of entrepreneurial solutions to pressing social problems, which is something you just mentioned. Um, so can you elaborate a little bit on this idea? Um, you know, what do students generally think about when they think of entrepreneurship? Um, what does it mean to be entre entrepreneurial? And, you know, how, how do these things relate to one another? Um, well, uh, there are a lot of problems in uh, our world today that affect entire communities. 
And in fact, some of them affect the entire planet. Um, the pollution of rivers and waters, for instance, or the pollution of oceans, climate change are just common examples. And these are global and social problems for which solutions seem to be overwhelmingly impossible, mm -hmm. right? Um, how are we going to contribute to to solve these, these problems? How are we going to make sure that the temperature of our planet doesn't raise uh, beyond the two degrees Celsius threshold? So I think humanity has always faced these kind of challenges and the solution has always been entrepreneurial, uh, mm -hmm. always. It really doesn't matter when 200 years ago, 300 years ago, just yesterday. Um, especially if we understand the word entrepreneurial in its original French root, which uh, refers to uh, an entrepreneur, which is that who undertakes, you know, something, uh, who dares to undertake to some of the most pressing uh, risks uh, or challenges. So our, our invitation in this program is uh, for our students to think creatively and uh, innovate about viable and sustainable solutions to pressing social problems that are affecting us all. Now, it is really difficult for me to uh, speak for, for everybody and tell you exactly how students relate to the, to the concept mm -hmm. of entrepreneurship. Or, but I would say that in general terms, um, it would be fair to say that students think of entrepreneurship as the act of owning a business. Mm -hmm. right? and uh, making money by, by yeah. virtue of this ownership, um, uh, which, you know, is in, in, in a sense is correct, right? Uh, but I think entrepreneurial or entrepreneurship uh, essentially means uh, undertaking risks and undertaking risks because there is a problem to solve, there is a pain to alleviate, and it is uh, worth improving our lives, right? That's, that's the reason, uh, the lives mm -hmm. of, of others in the process. Um, that's why entrepreneurial uh, 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 initiatives are so important to me. And this is why I believe in entrepreneurship as a mean to solve problems that in, uh, at first take appear to be overwhelming. Yeah, and I would totally agree with that. And, and some of one of the things, because one of the things that you always hear when students talk about entrepreneurship as a major is, well, I want to be my own boss. I want to start my own business. And I think what people find as they go through some of the trainings and programs that we have on campus is that, that that's not the only option for a career path. If you, if you opt to get some training in entrepreneurship or do some of the initiatives, participate in some of the initiatives related to social innovation, social entrepreneurship, the entrepreneurship really is kind of a shift in the, it's a way of thinking, it's a mindset in that you can be entrepreneurial and work for a corporation. It's mm -hmm. just being somebody who thinks about things in a way that's not, it's more of a, Hmm, how can I do this versus, well, I can't do that. That won't work. It's, it's a, it's a mindset and it's a way of thinking. Like problem solves that kind, kind of, of, but okay. yeah, but just very innovative and very, yeah. very open to, um, new things being so, willing to take calculated risks. Calculated <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder, you know, just going back to the way that students think about it, um, as owning a business. Um, so what would you say to encourage students who, you know, that is their focus, you know, how would you encourage them to get involved with your office? Or maybe that's not a business student's goal. Like they don't really want to own a business. Maybe they just want to work in finance or work in marketing. Yeah. You know, what, what do they have to gain, I guess, from interacting with social innovation in this way? Or how does that relate to them? How could you relate that to you them? You know, my personal experience and advice that I would give to any student who is embarking on their college career is to really take advantage of opportunities 
as you do things like this, you'll learn more about yourself. You'll learn more about what you are good at and what you're not good at, what you enjoy, what your passion is. So taking advantage of opportunities where you expose yourself to something that you have never seen before, Mm -hmm. or that's just new to you, gives you an opportunity to learn about something that you don't have any experience with. And in doing that, you could find your passion. You could find something that you never knew existed before. So whether it be entrepreneurship or something else on campus, I think it's, I would encourage students to really just be risk takers, particularly while you're in college, expose yourself to as much as you can expose yourself to, to give yourself options and really help you figure out what it is that you want to do with your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, uh, uh entrepreneurship has uh, a lot to do with this, uh, calculated risk, uh, uh, process and, and, uh, having a plan to to know you know having a vision uh, having a plan to know where uh, where you want to go how you want to get there and, and then being able to adapt and to to uh, modify this plan as you go so i think the invitation is whether you want to own your own business or you want to work for corporate or whatever to think about your own professional development and your own uh, life in entrepreneurial terms right uh, to have that vision to have that plan and to know that uh Every plan, you cannot take shortcuts. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, you can. Shortcuts will be will be <laughs> yeah. available. But is that the best decision? Will that make your decision sustainable? Will will that make you get there and remain there uh, for as long as as you need to be? So that's that's the invitation, you know. And I think entrepreneurship has a lot to offer uh, to anybody in any field, just in terms of how we uh, strategize about our lives. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I would just add as a follow-up is is just the fact that entrepreneurship in its essence should be a multidisciplinary approach to things. And so what it can give you is the opportunity to work with people that are in different avenues and arenas than what you are in. So the whole the whole idea behind working together to solve some of the problems that are being posted with the social innovation challenge is that we want people that come from different backgrounds, that have different educational experiences to bring their perspectives to the table and work together to find the solution that really best fits the problems or the challenges that are being posted. Because in doing that, you learn to respect um, other people's backgrounds and, and you learn more about the people that you're working with and the experience that you're having. So what exactly is the social innovation challenge? We're kicking off uh, a version of that this fall, and it's the foundation of which is Rogelio's uh, social class. It's a special topics class of management um, titled Social Entrepreneurship. And so the students in that class, essentially what will happen is we have a number of projects that have been posted by organizations in the Northwest Arkansas community and outside of the community. Some are international projects, actually. Um, and these projects have been posted, and we have a, a network of classes that are going to participate in the challenge this semester. So we have several faculty that are um, working with us, and the students in their classes will be working on these projects as well. And so we have, a, we have a number of workshops that are being held over the course of the semester to help the students that are tackling the challenges, with the idea being that at the end of the fall semester, the teams come up with a solution or a potential idea proposal for a solution to the problems that the organizations are posting. So the challenges are are real issues that the organization is working on. Mm-hmm. So is it possible, can you give us an example maybe of some of the things that um, they're posting? Like what do these projects look like? So um, 
We contacted several field partners, most of them local field partners uh, of organizations that are working issues related to education or affordable housing or homelessness or food insecurity. And uh, one of the examples, for instance, is uh, Magdalene House, which is uh, this uh, shelter for women coming out of prison, is uh, just uh, have a social enterprise commission and is developing ideas on, on what would be an ideal social enterprise to start businesses uh, through which they can employ their own graduates and at the same time generate income for uh, the organization. So students brainstorm on different business models and students also brainstorm on, on, on the strategic uh, way to, to uh, implement this business model. Um, uh, we also have uh, uh, organizations that uh, are in need of marketing campaigns, for instance, that will help them uh, either advance their message uh, uh, a lot better to a greater audience or, or uh, make sure that their uh, benefactors um, get the message of what they do, uh, some impact assessment uh, projects as well uh, in terms of what is the actual impact that the organization is having on X or Y and, and our students will help uh, conduct the qualitative and quanti quantitative uh, uh, assessment for, for them. So there's a variety of projects mainly related to the operation of the organization in order for us to contribute with um, viable and sustainable solutions that essentially means solutions that are uh, creating for the organization uh, a uh, more efficient and cost-effective operation uh, in order for them to fulfill their social mission uh, more successfully. The whole experience in higher ed is really, for students, is really about taking advantage of opportunities mm -hmm. to practice skills, right? Mm -hmm. So this is an opportunity for them to work on presentation skills, mm -hmm. to learn how to network and, and connect with the mentor potentially for um, the project that they're working on and, and trying to really find resources rather than having an expectation that all the materials for this class is, are going to be provided for me. So where yeah. are they, right? This is a this is a challenge in being innovative and creative in how you find solutions to a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very important that the student also learn the difference between perhaps a studying a particular uh organization or a particular problem or you know just reading about it in the abstract and actually you know do it something uh, in, in, in practice real time yeah. you know trying to solve an issue that is important for an existing organization yeah. that has to solve it yes yes or yes right and has to figure out a way to, to do it if they want to keep in business um, that's one thing but in that process, it's not only the learning experience that happens, that, and I know a lot of uh, our colleagues here at the university offer that to our students, mm -hmm. and this is you yeah. know, a magnificent place where many, many of our colleagues are doing exactly that. Uh, but it, I think the virtue of that is in the process, uh, we provide the uh, student that has this inclination to serve others and to make a difference in the community and to help organizations that are in turn making a difference mm -hmm. in our community, uh, we provide them of the, of the experience of knowing how difficult that is and how as a society we don't value that kind of work mm -hmm. the way we should be valuing, right? There are many organizations here in Northwest Arkansas where one in every four families suffer of food insecurity mm -hmm. that are tackling that issue. But apparently one common um, uh, problem that these small organizations face is that they don't have enough resources, yeah. whether uh, human resource uh, or financial resources, to fulfill their mission. 
-hmm. and they work in in such an important issue. They do so much for the community. And it's incredible that that we as a community don't reward those that help them Mm -hmm. the same way that we reward other other, uh, areas of expertise or, you know, other professions. And I think that's that's important. So just, if you will, uh, sharing with our students the value of that work and the realization that they can actually, by making that work more efficient and by making the, that work uh, more viable, um, there are investors already in this world known as uh, uh, impact investors or patient mm-hmm. capitalists that are willing to put their money uh, uh, for the success of, of any of these organizations, right? Just to see that social change happening. So that's important, that experience. Yeah. And then the last thing is that there's a lot of students, if you tell the students, hey, we're doing this, most of them respond very positively. And most of them tell you, when can I start? How can I join? You know? But often happens that, you know, they, they get involved and then reality, uh, you know, mm-hmm. hits because, you know, you have all these other classes going on as well. You have all these other commitments. You have your life, right? And, <laughs> you know, all these. And then you realize how difficult it is to do something for an organization, you know, and, and really get involved. And so it, it is a, a lot of work. So it takes away also something that I believe is damaging of anyone that is um, that has best intentions but has never done it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you know the, the romanticism that exists about, you know, helping uh, someone in the community. And it's, it's not until you do it that you realize, wow, this is really difficult and you gain a lot more respect for the work that these organizations do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I think this is interesting that you bring that up because um, I spent some time at Tricycle okay. and just seeing, uh, working with um, Del- some, Delilah. Oh, Delilah, Just yeah. seeing the work that she was doing and the work that other like AmeriCorps members and stuff and how they're all dedicating their entire lives and resources yeah. and, and energy um, when there is potential, right, to mm-hmm. channel resources especially in a community like Fayetteville, which is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like always rises to the yeah. challenge, to many challenges. Um, so I think that awareness is, you know, really interesting. I hadn't quite thought of it that way. Yeah. Uh, I think the exposure that they get to, you know, like working for this, you can, like you had mentioned, Deb, about finding your passion. Well, that's what, exactly what I was thinking. When you mentioned Delilah, there is nobody more passionate mm-hmm. about the field that she is in mm-hmm. than Delilah or Don Bennett from Tricycle yeah, Farms. Don, and yeah. so they are, that's an organization that has posted challenges with us. And one of the, if you look up the definition of entrepreneurial, entrepreneurs generally work in the area where they have a passion, mm-hmm. right? And so, so that is a very natural yeah. <laughs> thing. That's one of the characteristics. <laughs> If there's a list, that's yeah. probably at the top of it because you work in an area, you have to have passion for it. Mm-hmm. That's why you do it. And so those, that, that's a great example and that's a great definition yeah. or at least one of them when you think about what entrepreneurial mm-hmm. thinking means or entrepreneurial work is. I, I like how involved the students are. Every day I was out there, there yeah. was just like a truck of students coming yeah. in and yeah. volunteering and doing the compost, uh, I forget what the, food recovery mm-hmm. and composting and yeah. stuff like that. So... Um, It was really interesting. So one of the themes of this semester's podcast has been professionalism. What do you think professionalism means in relation to entrepreneurship? When I think of professionalism, I think it's it's your decorum. It's how you brand yourself, right? So so whether that's when I think of the word professional I think of like business attire which is not not at all what it means (laughs) it's a part of it but 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 it's in my mind it's really more about like your personal brand and Mm -hmm. defining that your personal brand can be something that is more more entrepreneurial in nature but but I think 
that students should always be aware of what that brand is and how they present themselves and how they come across to others. Be genuine, be yourself, but also think about how the things that you do can have effect an effect on the things that you might want to do in the future. That's how I kind of read that question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I read it in a, in a slightly different way, but I think it's, it's also related to this because at the end you were posing the question of, uh, you know, is there, is there a difference with being entrepreneurial? Yeah. Right? Is there a difference between professionalization and being entrepreneurial? And I think being an entrepreneur is not a job per se. Right? Yeah. In the sense that no one is going to hire you and pay you for doing <laughs> what you do and to be, you know, awake till 5 a.m. trying to figure out a problem that you have. And no one yeah. is really paying you unless you generate, that time, the, right? yeah. generate the money to compensate yeah. yourself. Uh, so but, but um, you know, I think the two are related uh, uh, because I believe everyone is an entrepreneur, as I said before, and everyone can think about their own lives uh, uh, or their own development, uh, professional development, uh, in terms of entrepreneurship. Um, having a plan, I think, is what is mm -hmm. important. Knowing mm -hmm. exactly what uh, you want to do, knowing exactly uh, what your goals are, and more important, realizing that there are many ways to get there, uh, many, many ways to achieve these goals, and uh, that the best way is uh, the one that makes sense for you, but also the one that makes sense for others, and for our planet, and, mm -hmm. and for our fellow uh, human beings and even future generations that mm -hmm. we often forget. You know? So we live in a culture of immediate gratification. Mm -hmm. uh, so often, you know, professionalization means, you know, you know how, how can I make more money yeah. for me or the company the fastest or whatever. Uh, and shortcuts are rewarded all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, but shortcuts are not always the best way to make things sustainable. Um, so, so think of a high school student. I mean, if, if, if your goal and say you have a problem, and that problem is you don't have enough cash to buy what you need, right? And if your goal is to put uh, cash in your pocket, you know, there are many ways in which you can do it. You can go get a job. Often, if you're a high school student, they won't pay that much and all that. You can certainly take some shortcuts, right? But when you take that, those shortcuts, are, are these the best decisions that you're going you're gonna to make? Uh, and um, uh, is, is that a decision that is going to help you advance and be reliable and create this this professionalism that you want, your, your brand, you know, professionalize your brand. Because whatever you do now, especially in this uh, era of social media and mass communication, is going to be there forever, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you better know what kind of things you're posting on yeah. Facebook. You know, why are you posting them? You know, because the minute you go to an interview, right, mm -hmm. they are going to be looking at those things and they mm -hmm. are going to judge you, judge you based on a decision you make two, three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. So that is important. And to think professionally about your own brand is to think entrepreneurial about your own life. Thinking professionally and thinking entrepreneurial about your own life, I think is really interesting because the way that you're phrasing it makes it sound like a skill that can be learned and sharpened, right? Or like a tool that you, if you don't feel that you're like inherently entrepreneurial, but it's something that you can learn to be a way of thinking about the world that you can gain, right? Am I correct in thinking of it in that I way? I think you or? can. You can, okay. you can surely sharpen skills. I, I, I Absolutely. I would okay. agree with you. There was this article that I read in... Um, today when I was just looking at some stuff online and it said how you can learn to think like a like an entrepreneur and some of the <laughs> some of the things that they said is number one think ahead number two work across disciplines so kind of yeah. back to that multidisciplinary approach to yeah. things meet people connect and and learn about them um, develop transferable skills <laughs> make connections 
find mentors and be an agent. And what's the name of that? It's uh, called Learning to, Learning to Think Like an Entrepreneur, and it's out of the Univers- University of Nebraska-Lincoln Graduate Connections Program. Yeah, I think so that's I think advice. that's applicable, right? <laughs> yeah, like, because definitely. Because people do think that, ask that, well, how do I, can I change the way? I mean, I, yeah. it's kind of an in, uh, instinctual or an, uh, yeah. kind of true to who you are as a person if you're entrepreneurial, but can you work on those skills and become yeah. more like that? Yeah, I think it's a skill that you can, you can also learn, and you can also procure for yourself. You can yeah. foster sure. Uh, is everyone going to be a successful entrepreneur? Probably not. Probably not I mean, yeah. you're, you're probably not everyone is going to be owning, you know, a Facebook size business or anything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's true. But but that's that doesn't mean that you cannot be entrepreneurial and that you mm-hmm. cannot apply entrepreneurial skills to your life, to your work, to your professional career, uh, your professional development. So I think, um, you know, everybody can can learn these skills. Okay. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I was wanting to get at, you know, like, because you talk a little bit about working interdisciplinary and just from being from the humanities, I mean, some of the things that you talk about in terms of social issues and, and solutions is something that I feel kind of connected to in a way. Um, so I've already learned a whole lot about uh, entrepreneurship. Just <laughs> you and a, me both. <laughs> yeah, like just being a part of the programs in the past. But, you know, I really want students to know, um, you know, what it means or, or what you mean by entrepreneurial and kind of, you know, um, I guess make these connections between what it means, what social innovation and entrepreneurial really mean. And so I guess that's kind of, you know, uh, one of the purposes of having you on is, you know, kind of exposing students to this idea. Um, So, you know, do students ever struggle with any of these concepts? You know, do you ever see them facing sort of any, any challenges or obstacles in terms of this way of thinking? You know, okay, so I, so I, again, I've only worked in this office for less than a year. However, I, w- I would think, I think what we are trying to do as a unit, as the Office of Entrepreneurship, we are opening a, the Brewer Family Entrepreneurship Hub this fall. Um, and that is going to be an avenue for us to try and expose students to um, opportunities where they can learn more about these things, right? So it's not, I don't think it's this black and white definition of here I can get this and here I, here I can't. It's, again, exposing yourself to, to opportunities. We'll have lots of programming. And as a freshman, let's just, since we're speaking to freshmen, yeah. um, as a freshman, attend some speakers, learn more yeah. about, do, do some of the workshops that we offer. So you can just at the very least get a taste and learn more about what this is and see how you can incorporate. If you feel like you're somebody who's innovative, who wants to take risks, who's always thought about owning their own business. And and you just want to learn more about that. It's hard as a freshman to come in and know exactly what you want to do. Yeah. It takes time to kind of let that evolve and, and really find where you're passionate, right? And so to do that, you really have to expose yourself to a lot of different things. And at the Hub, that's really what part of our goal is to expose students to things that are out there that will give them these new opportunities mm-hmm. and give them the opportunity to think about you know, entrepreneurship as a major. What does that look like? What do these programs look like? And is it something I'd want to participate in, you know? Yeah. So that's really some of the goals that we have for for, um, the entrepreneurship hub. So what is the Brewer Entrepreneurship Hub? So we recently received a gift from the Brewer family, Cleet Brewer family, um, to purchase the, there's a a building space just off the square in Fayetteville that the Walton College has purchased, University of Arkansas has purchased, and um, it will be the home of of the Brewer family entrepreneurship hub. And in the hub, there will be um, 
the, the things that will be located in the hub, um, SAKE, the student-run business for the Walton College, will be there. The Tesseract Center for Immersive Environments and Game Design will have a representation there. Um, the OEI staff, some of the OEI staff offices will be there. Enactus, which is the uh, is a student-run business, it's really connected to social entrepreneur or student-run organization that's really connected to social entrepreneurship. Will be work. Some of the work they're doing will be working out of there. And we have a couple of faculty that have um, that work in the biology. Uh, biological sciences department and they are bringing the concept of steam h um, they'll have a they'll have a presence there and i know just enough about this to be dangerous <laughs> but my my understanding they're, they're they're essentially bringing um finding creative merging merging creative expression with the stem fields and so to convey messages and learning about mitochondrial disease in a way that makes it easier for them to understand so they're de- they've developed these pillows and these board games that help learning about these health issues makes it a little bit more a little bit easier to explain t- to the common people right yeah. because you get the common person not that meaning non-health person <laughs> yeah, non-health professional <laughs> so <laughs> so that's my understanding of what they've been doing and I think they want to continue to develop um, that initiative here and so they'll have a space there as well in addition to a co-working space and we'll be putting out a calendar of events that will start this fall semester, um, hopefully, depending on when the space opens. The yeah. goal was to, to have it open this, when fall begins. It's probably going to be sometime in September. So um, a lot of opportunities for entrepreneurship. What we really want to be um, is, a, is a place for for these programs to live and, and a place where we can collaborate and, and grow and collaborate with the already very vibrant startup community that exists in Northwest Arkansas and certainly on the Fayetteville Square. It's great. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. Brewer Entrepreneurship Hub. Check yeah. it out. <laughs> um, okay. Thank you so much for joining us today. I think we've learned um, a lot about social innovation yeah. um, and entrepreneurship. So I just want to uh, reiterate that um, Dr. Rogelio Contreras is with the uh, Social Innovation Program, and Deb Williams is the Director of Student Programs in the Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you. you For more information about the programs and events mentioned in this episode, check out the website for the Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation at entrepreneurship.uark.edu. Tune in next week to hear Renee Clay, Managing Director of the Career Center, offer tips, tricks, and advice for the Walton Career Fair. 